Hello and welcome to the Passenger Podcast. So I wanted to discuss routine. It's a it's a term that I've used a lot recently as I have worked on setting a morning routine, an evening routine, and in middle of the day routine. And I wanted to kind of unpackage that a little bit more. And I want to distinguish between routine and stability. Because those are two totally different things. Just because something is routine does not mean it's a good thing. And it also doesn't mean that it's beneficial or productive. And it doesn't all, it doesn't automatically mean it improves stability either. So I want to make sure because I've been working on communication, not only external, but the internal dialogue, the words that I use and the things that I say, being more mindful that when I say routine to be more specific about what routine I'm referring to. Because one thing about me is I like things in certain in certain aspects I like things to be spontaneous. I can be impulsive, but those things have to be done in moderation. And any time it has an adverse effect on my quality of life or stability, there's a problem. It's great to be spontaneous. It's great to um, embrace surprises and, and break up the monotony of life that can sometimes come with routine. But it has to be done responsibly. And this is just a this is just an example, but it would be like if I wanted to take, you know, the trip of a lifetime and I rushed and signed up for that trip, but then I had no money left after that. That's great to be spontaneous, but now it's leaving me financially unstable, which leaves me in a bad place. On the other hand, the routine thing. For a long time, part of my routine was sleeping a lot. That's a routine. It's not a good routine, but it's a routine. And once again, by sleeping a lot, just to be specific, we're talking excessive 16 to 20 hours a day. You know, it's one thing to get an extra hour here and there, but I'm talking about extreme, excessive, unnecessary amounts of sleep, if you can even call it that. Most of the time it was just laying in bed. The point being is just because it's a routine doesn't mean it's good for you. And so as I continue to refine my daily routine, I find those areas where I'm able to improve upon. And I also am able to 
improve in very small increments and very small spaces. And here's an example. So I'm getting ready for my day and I eat breakfast and I noticed that there was a gap between the next thing in my routine, which is to begin work or um, do some research, etc. And usually what happens in that gap is that's time where I'm ruminating. That's time when I'm, you know, not typically not watching TV, but probably on the computer or on my phone. It's time that's unproductive in a way that is detrimental when I know I have something else to do, but instead I avoid it. And so what I did in that small amount of time in this example was I knew I had some cleaning to get done. So I went ahead and did as much cleaning as I could do in a half an hour because that's all that was really in between there. And what that did for me was it felt like I accomplished something rather rather quickly. It's instant gratification. I don't sound like I have to wait for the results to show up or the impact to show up, you know, months later. I cleaned something and now it's clean. And this is this is opposed to me doing nothing during that time or taking a negative energy or toxicity. I was able to get something done in a short period of time. I keep emphasizing short period of time because one of the signs that the depression, anxiety are out of control is when things take an excessive amount of time when I'm not able to focus or I'm hyper-focused. Things take an unusual amount of time. It shouldn't take you know, eight hours to clean the kitchen. There's a problem if I'm spending eight hours cleaning the kitchen. There's a problem if I'm spending 16 hours sleeping, whether it's actual sleeping or in bed. Anytime there's an excess in my quote-unquote routine, that's something to, that's kind of like a red flag. And for me, I have new boundaries set to prevent that from happening or at least have a plan of action. And when I notice that something is becoming unbalanced in my routine, that's time for me to reach out. That's the time for me to say, hey, what else might be going on? Am I sleeping more to avoid something? Am I working more to avoid something? Am I arguing more or being more recluse? Something has changed in the routine that I have determined works best for my mental well-being, financial, spiritual, physical. Here I have this routine that I have set up with some spaces in between. It's not perfect and I'm actively adjusting and always will, but When something changes and shifts, that's my key that 
I need to address it and address it rather quickly, not let it linger for days and days, but address what's causing that shift. So everyone's daily routine is going to look different. That's a given. But even if it takes outside help or second opinion, it's very good to at least have an idea of what is, I'm, I'm very big into measuring things. So it's a good idea to take into account how long things should take and what it looks like when you're at your most optimal and your least optimal. And by having that, by having those benchmarks, you're able to quickly see when something is out of, out of balance. And if it is something that you share with someone you trust, they also can see when something's out of balance and help you. They know that, they may know that, okay, you know, you sleeping for eight to 10 hours is Okay, maybe you just had a rough day, but if I see you sleeping for 20, that's more than a rough day. That's a dark day. Or it could be something related to food. Okay, they see that you, you know, get up and have your breakfast and your lunch and your dinner and you have this routine going, but then they notice that you're not hungry or you're um, binging or eating more. So those kind of things where there's a slip in the routine or a new routine pops up that is out of the norm in terms of it's excessive or, um, detrimental. That's a sign that something is going in the opposite direction and to address it as quickly as possible before it gets out of hand. So when I say routine, the language I will like to, that I want to use moving forward is I want to have a sense of stability and some of it will be predictable just by sheer design, but I deserve stability. I should not have to wonder where I'm going to live next month, where I'm going to work next week. What am I going to eat uh, for lunch? And in a way that assuming that I wouldn't have food or something, those are, that's what I'm talking about when I say stability. Um, Those are things that I deserve and that we all deserve to know where we will be because that impacts everything in our else in our life. It's really hard to work on mental wellness when you don't know where you're going to live next week. It's really hard to focus on eating healthy and, um, you know, uh, your physical wellness when you don't know if you're going where your next meal is coming from. So seeking that stability is huge, is huge. It's more than just having a routine because a routine can sometimes be part of the problem. So that's all I will say for now. As always, thank you for listening.